First time, long time. 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 Yeah, coming in hot, and as you hear from that music, first time, long time. I'm Tommy Fitzgerald, and I'm along with Richie Barone, a couple of Mets fans. How we doing, Richie? How's it going? A lot of traffic on the LA today. Just watching News 12, you know, just just that kind of thing. But uh, very excited tonight. I'm gonna watch the New York Mets. Um, gonna be a little late. It's gonna be a late game. I don't like those late ones. Like I don't, you know. Makes me question the whole daylight savings time deal. I don't know why it's got to sure. be so late, so sure. late out there. But uh, you know, it, it, it's going to be fun. I hope uh, I hope Jake the Snake, which is what I call the Gram, hope he could pick us up a W over uh, some guy named they got some guy named Wood going. I think. Yeah, not 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 the old uh, Kerry Wood, not Kerry Wood from uh, from the uh, the Cardinals, the Cubs. I think it was the Cubs. The Cubs. No, no, no. Yeah, the Cubs. I the think Cubs. so. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you, late night, going to need uh, a couple of Is he extra. related to Alex? He might. I don't. How many guys do you meet named Wood, you know? Pretty rare name. Pretty rare. I guess, you know, the thing is, you, you got the late late night, early morning, maybe a, maybe a second cup of coffee at, the, uh, at Sev's on the way in, you know? Yeah, no, nah, it's going to be one of the... I'm going to go in there and tell, uh, tell my girl Lisa, who gets my coffee every morning, she's a peach... Double shot for this guy, all right? That's how it's going to have to go. But you know that. You know that. Lisa, Lisa, she's a gem. She's a gem, kid. But anyway, uh, as, we, as we get into it, of course, very first show, uh, you know, want to introduce our sponsor, brought to you by the, uh, the Handsome Puggle over on Jericho Turnbike. And I tell you what, Great kid, $2, $2 Miller Lights on Tuesdays, that's, that's two things. That's you're stealing money and, you, and you're taking a cab home. Oh my God! I went to the Handsome Puggle. I used to go there back in the '80s when Billy Joel would play there. Ah, but the, ori- play, the original. Yeah, yeah, he'd play a show out in the Hamptons. We'd all get whacked. We'd drive all the way back to the Handsome Puggle. He'd do three more hours, finish off at Down East Alexa, and we're out of there. Great spot. Unbelievable. Coming back from the body barn, you, you take the the Cannonball Train. They, they call it the Cannonball. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think, uh, you know, I, I don't think I was ever awake for the cannonball train, but I definitely went to the barn, definitely drank a lot online. And uh, I always made my way to the handsome puggle. Got to get back to the sponsor there. And, uh, you know, they, they know what's up in there. It's none of this uh, PC bullshit. You go in, you have a few beers, you talk about what you want. Uh, you know, a lot of Trump posters and uh, it's, it's fun. I like it. Yeah, no vodka cranberries over there. Not with that crowd. No, none of that frou-frou garbage. Agreed. Just fun. Agreed. And, you know, t- talking about the Mets, not too hot. Going to be a hot summer here in New York. But uh, but I tell you what, kid. So what we're going to be doing is every show going to be running down the, the games that week and, and giving you the kind of insight that maybe folks can't get elsewhere. You know, I'm, not, I'm no Gary Apple. You know, I'm no, I'm no Warner Wolf, you know, <laughs> check it. Let's go to the video tape, am I right? But uh, I'm out here doing the best I can. Yeah, we're doing the best we can. I mean, I've always, it's always been a dream of mine to go on the radio. Uh, you know, I didn't, have the, uh, I didn't have the hindsight to go to college. I skipped out on that part of my life. 
And as a result, I never really got on here. So my my kid told me I could use a computer to make a radio show, and uh, here we are. Yeah, I'm just like uh, just like that Francesa. I got a nice big Diet Coke right here, ready to go. Figure you got to emulate the guys that do it for real. I got we got great points. We got just as good of points as Mike Francesa or uh, the Russo or you know uh, Beningo. Yeah, it's Beningo. Beningo, him and him and Rosenberg, the same guy. Is Rosenberg still there? That Sid Rosenberg, he he was a little uh, a little much for me, a little much. I don't even want to talk about it. Ah, forget it, forget it. So let's uh, let's take a look at Wednesday's game, kid. Noah Noah God against Kenda Maeda. Ken Kenda Maeda. Here's a, my not a name I'm too familiar with. Here's my thing. Uh, Noah Thor Thor's doing great this season. Uh, you know, I don't know. I think he's like. I think he he just came up like a, three or four years ago. He throws like a hundred five. He's like a nineteen year old kid. Uh, I love his stuff. And and the, the thing the thing is about the Japanese pitches like uh, Kinta Maeda is that they they fall apart. You saw it to, uh, you know Masahiro Tatanka. Uh, they they all fall apart. And I think uh, I think it's time that Kinta Maeda does the same. Yeah, a lot of them have these complicated windups. You know, Noah, Noah Sindengard, he, he catches the ball. He looks at the catcher. The catcher throws down the old number one, and, and Sindengard brings the heat. I mean, that's what he does. It's simple. It's how it used to be before Facebook and the Internet and all this shit. That's why I like him. He's old school. Yeah, I tell you what, these uh, mill- millennials, is that what you call them? These millennials, these kids uh, <laughs> showing up on my job site, and, you know, they work four hours complaining their fingers hurt. And I said, I said, kid. I've been doing this 40 years, you know? Come yeah. on. Come take on, your, buddy. Take your skirt off. <laughs> take your skirt off is right. <laughs> and I tell you what, so the, so the key to the game, this is the kind of stuff you're not going to get anywhere else. Key to the game. So you got, you're, in, you're in Los Angeles, you know, La La Land. You got these people out there with their fancy kale smoothies and, and the green juice and everything like that. And, you know, Thor, Thor's a, he's a good-looking kid. He's a good-looking kid. I, I don't know if he's technically Hollywood, but... You know, sometimes I worry with him out there, maybe he pulls a talented Mr. Ripley with that, that Hemsworth kid, the kid that actually plays Thor, and maybe like a role reversal. And I like I like Hemsworth, but I, I don't know if he can pitch. I mean, you know, is that your key to the game? He's got to be Thor? <laughs> I mean, he's he's going to be throwing the hammer, am I right? That, that's my key to the game. He's got to take if, – if the pitching doesn't work, I would get go in the dugout and get an actual hammer and throw it. Right at Chase Utley's face. Ah, Utley. Because screw that guy, that stupid prick. Uh, but, you know, I, I think the thing is is that, you know, uh, you, got, you got guys like Syndergaard just throw the fastball, throw the fastball, throw the fastball, strike some guys out, get some pop-ups, get some ground outs, get some guys to, to line out, and uh, I think it'll be a good start. I think those are the keys. You got you to gotta make sure you strike people out, you get ground balls, you get fly balls, uh, you know, you don't burn out the bullpen so that we don't have to have Jim Henderson in every day. Uh, and you know, it's, it's, you know, stick to that, stick to that rhythm, ground ball, fly ball, uh, you know, like, like my guy Al Leiter used to do ground ball, fly ball, grunting, screaming, strikeout, cut fastball, kid, write Whoa. that down, cut fastball. Yeah. 
take all your saving metrics and all that garbage. It comes down to seeing the ball and hitting the ball. So that's that's what we like to see. So yeah. So so that's that's Wednesday. That's Wednesday. That's the kind of stuff. You know, good luck getting this from uh, Keith Law School, or whatever whatever these guys' names are. But anyway, yeah, um, Joey Masters degree. Yeah, Joe, Joey Masters degree. Yeah, real real fascinating stuff, guy. Uh, so Thursday, Bartolo Colon against Kershaw, and you want to talk about two guys? If you put them next to each other, they look like they're number ten. I tell you this, Colon guy, he's got about uh, I don't know five thousand, ten thousand more strikeouts <laughs> than Kershaw ever has because. You know the guy's been in the league for twenty years, and, and you know what else he has? He has a homer. This guy, this guy's a pitcher, but he's sucking dingers all of a sudden. He's a better pitcher than Kershaw. Okay, he's older. He's got more strikeouts. He's got more wins. Last I checked, before you know, before everyone started pulling sabermetrics out of their fart box, uh, that's the stuff that mattered. All right, you win, you strike people out. It's all good. Uh, Tolo, I bought a couple of those tops cards. Couldn't help myself. That guy's a legend, okay? I mean, we're the same age. I'm thinking about trying out next year for the team. Most likely, you know, my stupid kids will get me that uh, that that trip for the old people where they go down and take ground balls from Tim Tuffle. Ah, uh, fantasy camp. Yep, that one. Don't like it because I think if Tolo can play a 42, your boy Richie Barone can get out there, throw some olive oil on the glove, and, uh, you know, <laughs> take take some take some fungos. Yeah, a little shaving cream, wrap a wrap a ball in there, you know, keep it overnight. And then all of a sudden you you wake up in the morning, a couple raw eggs, you're 18 again. Am I right? Yeah, that's how I feel. I, I went to the construction site the day after uh, Tolo threw that game and hit that home run. I had a killer joke. Showed up, talking to all the guys. I said, hey, I went to the store yesterday and uh, I got a new cologne. It's uh, Bartolo for men. Uh, I it, see. I see what you did there. Fucking killed. It murdered. We we just. I told him take the rest of the day off and go think about that one. We drank our balls off. Went home at two. A couple of Ryan Golds. Yeah, you know, extra dry. Yeah, you bet. Extra dry. So anyway, Thursday, Kershaw. You know, we we beat him in the playoffs. I think like four times, four or five times last year. You know, I yeah. feel like he was pitching every every day for the for the the flipping Dodgers. You know. Pretty sure he pitched four times in the five-game series. Kenta Maeda pitched the fifth game, and uh, we won it in three. Yeah. I mean, hey, you bring that to your sabermetric friends. You know, tell them, tell them about that. And, uh, and we go, to, we go to, to Friday, heading out to, uh, to Colorado, talking, talking Rocky Mountain High. You know, all these freaks out in Colorado uh, smoking that wacky tobacco that you, your cousin uh, Griff used to have back in the day. <laughs> oh, yeah. I used, to, I used to take half a hash brownie with, <laughs> with, with Griff <laughs> and fuck the first thing that moved in the, in the hands of Puggle. <laughs> uh, those were the days. You could barely, uh, you could barely talk, but... You I know. could barely see, but below the waist, I was very cognizant of what was going on. Yeah, it's almost like you had a you had a compass uh, if you catch my drift. You bet. <laughs> telling telling you telling you kid, uh, tell you what, but uh, this Matt Harvey kid, you know he's he's Mr. Fifth Avenue, he's he's Mr. Connecticut, and I liked him, but I'm 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 not so sure anymore. I'm not so sure. Harvey, you tell everyone here that you heard it you heard it last here, but I'm telling you right now, Harvey is back. You didn't hear it anywhere else. All right. Harvey's back. 
The guy's out there. He's throwing uh, enough strikes to strike people out. I think he's got his his swagger back. I think he's gotten rid of the you know the effects of uh, having a blood clot. Uh, you know, I think the blood clot got in his head for a while, and uh, you know, I, th- I think our boys, I think our boys, right again. I mean, I you know, I. Uh, I'm I lean toward Thor these days. I'm a bigger Thor guy than Matt Harvey, but I think Harvey's back big way. Yeah, and uh, I'm with you. I'm with you, kid. I'm a big big fan of a Batman. I sat on him a little bit. I go I go back and forth, but uh, he's facing a guy named John Gray. I I've never even heard of that kid. I I mean, uh, you know what happened to Mike Hampton? Great great schools out in Colorado. Am I right? John John Gray's from that uh, that movie about all the weird sex stuff. Game of Thrones. The, the Fifty Shades of uh, John Gray. Oh, that was made after him. Really? Yeah. yeah. I didn't my know wife, that. My wife read the book. This this pitcher's a freak. Once he gets off the mound, he starts tying his teammates up with socks and tickling them. We, he's he's soft. We're gonna th- we're gonna knock him right out the yard. I think last year, Yoannis Cespedes uh, uh, went off over there in Colorado, and I expect the same this year as well. I think uh, we're gonna. I think it's safe to say we're gonna sweep that series. Yeah, I never knew that about uh, John Gray. I was always wondering why they kept the uh, the humidity all around. You know, I guess that's just kind of the uh, the John Gray, you know, weird weird stuff spot. You know. Yeah, look them up on Bing. Ah, <laughs> uh, and talking about Colorado, uh, Bing and Bada Bing talking about talking about Stevie Matz, Long Island's own. Just so great to see uh, a fellow. You know, born and bred Long Islander. I tell, I tell you what, I, I would love to see the kid at the sloppy two, and I'd, I'd happily buy him a Corona and maybe toast to the times. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I laugh to hold back tears. They're happy tears. I never thought I'd see someone from Long Island or someone who's more New York than Johnny Franco, sanitation shirt under the jersey. Uh, you know, hopefully when. Uh, Mr. Matz's grandfather passes away, R.I.P. in advance. He can wear maybe his one of his necklaces or something. He needs something to really jazz up the whole Long Island vibe. But so far, so good. Not a, not a huge fan of the fact that he's Jewish, but I'm working with it. Uh, you know, I I have some friends that are like that. Um, and the the kid the kid's got stuff. He can throw. Uh, he's just he he goes out there and battles. I want I. After his first start, I was thinking maybe send him to the minors. Maybe get him some seasoning. But, you know, uh, he's proved me wrong. I think he's proved everybody wrong. And uh, I think we could take him off the trading block and make him a firm part of our rotation. Yeah, I'd love to see a Long Island Jula step up and, and get him a nice chain with uh, maybe the, the 631 in Roman numerals. You know, the, the, the zip. That, would you, that'd would be you, nice. That'd be nice. That'd be next level. And uh, he's facing this guy, uh, Eddie... Eddie Butler, and I'm telling you, when it comes to serving home runs, the Butler's done it, you know. So, oh, uh, yeah. So key to the game for me, give the ball to the kid. <laughs> give Long Island's own, am I right? That's right. I mean, I think this game is going to be more about the hitting than the pitching. I think uh, good old Stevie Fresh is going to go out there and, and give us his usual start. But, uh, you know, it's going to be about the guys like uh, my boy Conforto uh, and my other boy... Uh, Neil Walker, home run champ, and uh, and those types of guys are going to have to get you know more hits than the Rockies and score some more runs, and I think they could do that. Yeah, the air uh, 
the air is thin up there, you know, uh, out there in Colorado. And then taking a look, taking a look at Sunday, the kid, Jake the Snake, back on the mound twice in one, <laughs> twice in one week. Uh, it's like uh, WrestleMania 92, am I right? <laughs> he gets all his power from his hair, and I think he's going to just tear through uh, the entire the entire lineup, all of them. Uh, Charlie Blackman, Nolan Arando, uh, all of them. I don't think anyone's got a shot at going deep off uh, Jacob the Snake. Uh, and you know, I mean, I can't every week if we talk about the pitching. I can't tell you how good I feel about this pitching on a weekly basis. Uh, it's going to be the same thing uh, day in and day out. So you know, I think that. The air there is going to play a big factor. You hit the ball in the air, and then it just gets caught up in the uh, the mountain wind and, and flies out of the yard. That's that's what I hear. I mean, I've I've never been further west than the city, so I don't know what it's like in Colorado. But you know they, what they tell me it's uh, it's it's a real it's a real home on park. Yeah, a lot of a lot of dingers there, and he's he's facing this uh, this chap uh, chappy chat chatwood. Kid, Chatwood, never heard of you. Sorry, never heard of you. Don't have anything for you, Chatwood. El Chapo. El Chapo, am I right? Like El Chato, you know? I, Yeah, what a what a Gavon. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so there we go. There we go. And uh, that's the, the keys to the game. So when you're, when you're at the water cooler tomorrow, where you're, you're going to happy hour over at Hula Hands, remember who had it first. First time, first time, long time, and... And one thing we're going to do on this show is, uh, you know, people on the internet, they love, they love these lists, they love these rankings, you know, and uh, we're going to go and uh, just do our own top five every week, and so we're going to do uh, our top five first baseman all time. All right, I'll let you start off. Number, number five. Number five, let me tell you. Give me, give me Todd Zeal. The guy wasn't fancy. He went up. He just held the bat against his shoulder. No, no frills. No uh, Mr. Fancy guy, just throw me a pitch, and I might hit a home run. He had that one year where he only hit nine, but, you know, I feel like all nine of them went about 500 yards. <laughs> I mean, I like that pick, Todd Zeal, uh, class act. Um, I don't know why, but he just feels that way. Uh, and that brings me to my number four pick, Doug uh, Uh I can never get that, but... I like the guy. His name was Doug. He had a lot of letters in the back. Uh, Doug. It was, it was uh, Monk- Minkowitz. Minkowitz? <laughs> right. Yes. Minkowitz. I always forget. Doug Minkowitz. Uh, great player. Didn't swing a big stick, but, you know, that was a, you know, if you're a sensitive type of guy that likes defense, Doug's your guy. Uh, he was doing splits. He was doing pirouettes. And, uh, you know. He felt like a team leader. He felt like one of those guys that if you have a name that long, you're probably taking a lot of shit growing up, and this guy persevered. He got to the team. He worked hard. He couldn't hit, but he played good enough defense to start for the New York Mets, which says something about you know the, uh, how good the scouting was at the time and uh, how qualified he was. Yeah, and I tell you, the, the thing about Minkowitz I really liked is because his name was so long, he really – he had to do a lot of shrugs, right? Because, you know, he had to really fill out the back of that jersey. I mean, that's a good theory. Yeah, still, still doing shrugs these days uh, over at Jerry's gym. Uh, so when I, uh, when I look at the top three, I, I like the Minkowitz. Great guy, good kid. Had a nice head of hair, if I remember correctly. 
I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go with John Olrood, and and uh, some people would say he was very cer- cerebral, very yeah. cerebral, uh, real real smart guy. And you got to be a smart guy when you when you wear a helmet. You know, he wore a helmet in the field, and I think he. Uh, I don't know. I think he had some weird weird health thing. But anytime I see a guy wearing a helmet in the it's a field, brain tumor. Oh, oh, was it? Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't he has know a that. brain tumor, but you know what? Like anytime, it, it's a it's a rule of thumb. Brain tumor, helmet in the field. He's on the list, so I like this pick a lot. Yeah, he's always cautious. You know, it's like a, it's like a guy walking into a bar, single guy, and he's got eight rubbers with him. He might not need all eight, but he's prepared. <laughs> that, in a nutshell, is John Olrude. Guy hit for average, hit for some decent power. Um, no one had more rubbers than Olrude. Never. <laughs> They call them Mr. Jimmy Hats. I mean, <laughs> I know that's what I called them. So, uh, I'm going to go with a controversial one here at number, number two. It's uh, Ike Davis. Hey. Ike. I, thought I, I thought Ike Davis. Uh, I didn't think he got a fair shake. I mean, you know, the guy kept doing the whole thing where he flipped over the railing, kept catching those balls. Uh, and then eventually, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure that that snake Lucas Duda put some poison in his fucking Cheerios. And next thing you know, the guy's out of town. So I think Ike Davis got a raw deal. I hope, uh, they make some sort of movie like a money ball about him. I think he's going to do big things one day. Hey kid, I, I like Ike, but, uh, you know, let's, uh, let's not, uh, take too, too many shots at the boy Duda. You know, uh, the guy comes up to all along the. The Watchtower. I mean, every time I'm over at the Puggle, hey, that's uh, that's bringing it back. That's hashtag uh, ad. Am I right at the Handsome Puggle? I throw that on five times in a row. They say, oh, what's the next song? Up. Oh, it's all along the Watchtower again. It's like, hey, sorry, pal. I put three dollars in. I'm gonna put whatever five songs I want to put on. That's true. And don't even think about skipping to the next one. Cause you know why? It's just all along the Watchtower again. <laughs> yeah, time and time again. And then, uh, you know, I like that. I like that Ike Davis. I, I, wish him, I wish him a lot of luck. Seems like a, a nice fella. Number one, of course, got to be Rico Bronia. You know, used to go to the games. Rico Bronia, he was hitting a cool 243. Used to love, uh, used to love Ed Murphy. And he'd say, uh, you know, Bronia up, hitting a clean 247 deep to right. And, I would, and I'd be like, you know, this Murphy guy, this guy gets it. You know, and if, if Murphy... If Murphy gets it, then Rico Bronia, Rico Bronia gets it. Am I right, kid? I mean, that's that's the sentence of the day. If we could take one quote from this podcast, it would be: If Murphy gets it, then Rico Bronia gets it. It sums up everything that I love about the Mets. Uh, they all get it, and uh, especially Rico Bronia. I remember I got him to sign a helmet cup at a 1993 game. I think it was the last game of the season. They had just finished getting their, like, 72nd win. They were rather bad. But, uh, you know, Rico, always there for the fans, put his glove between his legs, stood there, did some did some bun squeezes and signed some helmets. So, you know, God bless Rico Bronia. Uh, real, real great guy. And uh, that's our top five first baseman uh, in Mets history up until today. Indeed, kid, and I tell you, this is uh, we're gonna we're gonna finish up the show. And you know, I watch I watch baseball. It's not like the old days. Uh, all these guys uh, are too busy uh, congratulating each other, sucking each other's popsicles. 
you know, what, occasionally it's okay to, to admit you don't like a guy. And so, you know, we're going to, every week we're going to cover a segment that we like to call, I Never Liked Him. That's right. And who's, who's your candidate today for I Never Liked Him? I tell you what, and uh, I, hate to, I hate to say this, but that, that Aaron Heelman, Heelman I never yep. liked, never liked Aaron Heelman. No. You know, he he came in and you know he was always throwing balls in the dirt and uh, you know uh, he had that whole thing with the Molina guy uh, that one year I think it was two thousand one in the playoffs. Uh, who knows? Uh, it was a long long time ago, but never been a big Aaron Heelman guy. Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, my. He I never liked him. Is uh, John Franco? Come on. I know it. I know I liked his I liked the sanitation shirt a lot better than I liked him. Uh, I remember I was uh, I took my son to the game back in the day and he said, "Hey, Daddy, uh, he's 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 older now. He's uh, you know he's in an electric union." Uh, he said, "Hey, Daddy, is John Franco gonna gonna get us a win?" And I said, "No, son. It's it the score is three to one Mets, and we're probably gonna lose." Uh, he walked the first one, walked the second one, walked the third one. Grand Slam, got in the car, uh, went home. They lost 4-3. John Franco, real piece of shit, uh, ruined the whole weekend. That was actually the weekend that I, me, my wife and I tried a trial separation, and I'm pretty sure that it was because of John Franco blowing that game. I was in a, I was in a real horrible mood, uh, and, you know, it just brings back bad memories. I hate the guy. I remember you didn't bring the kid to Roy Rogers. That used to be a tradition. You'd hit the Roy Rogers on the way home. I brought him. I just left him in the car. I couldn't. Oh, he, man. Oh, that's tough. That's he, he, was, he was being crazy. But, you know, like, yeah, we'll, we'll do a parenting podcast every now and then. I'll tell you how to handle it. He's all right now. I mean, you know, he got he got one DUI. But it was like, you know, he had one of those craft beers. They have more alcohol in them. So I don't blame him. Yeah, you know, two beers on an empty stomach. I mean, who hasn't gotten a DUI? You know, right. it's, uh, this, right. was, this was 1995, you know, the... Uh, you know, Officer McGillicuddy pulls you over, you give him your car keys, you sleep it off, and, uh, you know, well, maybe, maybe you buy him a box of donuts, you know? Right. Back in our day, you didn't have to do long math to figure out how many beers you could have at a party. Now, they are, they are, you've got these pe- younger people spiking them with so much alcohol that you take one beer, and it's like uh, you got a Mickey in your shit. So, you know, it's just uh, no good. But, but I, 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 I diverge. Let's get back to what we're talking about. Uh, <laughs> Number one, oh, not number one. I'm on a list now. Jesus. Uh, my boy, John Franco. Hated him. And that's all I got. Yeah, I tell you. I mean, I, uh, I, think, I think what we did, we did a nice job here, kid. We, we broke everything down uh, very uh, so, sufficiently, sufficiently here on the show. And, uh, you know, keep an eye, keep an eye on that sending guard out in, in Los Angeles. I don't want Hollywood... You know the kids. The kids got to look. I don't want them getting a hold of him. And uh, you know, all things considered, first show. You know, I'm gonna have. Uh, you know, my cousin Nico. You know, he told me he could help me and uh, set up this uh, this podcast thing. I, I thought we were gonna be we were gonna be live on on WFAN. I I turned it on. I heard this uh, this Mark Moose man. I said, who who's this jabroni? You know. But uh, that's why I don't listen at night. You know. Yeah, no, it's tough. But you know, I think. Uh... Hopefully we get some radio listeners. Hopefully, you know, I mean, it's uh, we got a call or two now and then. Uh, I don't know if that's how this works, but you know, we'll we'll feel it out. I feel like we, I feel like scale one to ten. If Francesa is 
a 10. We probably came in at a, uh, a hard 7 tonight. Hot seven, I. You're a tough, a tough grader, my man. I was gonna say nine and a half. You know. Oh, good. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to get ahead of myself. But when you got, when you know you got the chops, you know you got them. You know. Very good. It's true. But uh, but yeah. Thanks uh, thanks for joining us. Talking Mets baseball. First time, long time. We will talk to you soon. In a homer. Yeah, hey fellas, this is Chris from New Hyde Park. First time, long time. Hi, this is Bob from Greenpoint. First time, long time, yeah. Hey guys, this is Audie Bevilacqua from Hapog. First time, long time. <laughs>